0: CHAPTER ONE 1886 Christine stood at the window and stared out at the streaming rain. The street lights shimmered on the expanding puddles and on the dark shapes hurrying home to their suppers. She wished she could be out there splashing through puddles and peering out from behind dripping hair. She wished she had a home, a real one, not this elegant illusion. You understand, don't you? Her father's whining scraped her nerves raw. I didn't have a choice, Chrissy love. If I don't pay off the debts, we will lose everything. Our home, our horses, and carriage. There would be no money to keep your sisters in their finishing school. And that was the whole problem. Christine wrapped her fingers around the amber cross that hung from her slender neck. That was the reason she was compelled to agree to his outrageous agreement. Keeping her sisters in school had become her goal in life. She would do anything to keep them from seeing what a miserable excuse for a human their father was. But she didn't have to make it easy for him. She turned to face him. No choice, father. Surely you had the choice to stay away from the gambling hall. "'Surely you could have refused the liquor they offered you!' Christine lowered her voice to a whisper, but he cringed at her words just the same. "'Surely you could have done those things rather than sell your daughter to the highest bidder? "'But, Chrissy, love!' "'Don't call me that!' Her voice cracked like a whip. Christine took a deep breath to regain her poise. "'You will not ever use that name again!' You lost the right to use it when you sold me to pay off your gambling debts. I will agree to do this, but not for you. I will do this for Patricia and Courtney. In return, you will grant me custody of them. You will no longer have the ability to use them against me, or, heaven forbid, to sell them off to pay your next round of debts. She took a step closer to the cringing man. In fact, Charles, you will have no daughters. You will have no one but yourself and your guilt. Christine gathered her full skirt in one hand and walked serenely from her father's study. It wasn't until she reached the safety of her own room that she let herself react to the blow. Flinging herself onto the bed, she let the tears come and soak the coverlet. How could he do this to her? How could a father weak and useless as he was, give his own daughter up in exchange for the payment of his gambling debts. She could refuse. Should she refuse? The temptation was great, but what would happen to her sisters if one of them had to go in her place? What would her mother think if she were to abandon her sisters? What would God think? Patricia had just turned 18 and was as faithful as she was tender-hearted. Petite and curvy, with golden curls the color of honey and eyes blue as the summer sky, young men already competed for her favor at dances and church socials. She smiled sweetly at them all. A marriage without love would crush her poet soul more thoroughly than a wildflower in the hands of a child. Courtney, at seventeen, would fare no better. Slender and willowy, her chestnut hair and green eyes had no interest in boys except as partners in mischief. Full of fun and stubborn in her strong opinions, she would smother if trapped in a life that offered no hope of joy. No, it fell to Christine, the strong one, the practical one, to offer up her life in sacrifice for her younger sister's. No more would she dream of tender glances and a fluttering heart. No more would she dream of shy kisses from a man who would offer his heart on bended knee. No more would she dream of a long life of enduring love with a man who would stand by her through the hard times as well as the good. Instead, she would leave her family and marry a man who wanted nothing beyond a mother for his daughter. A widower whose heart lay buried deep with his first wife, a man with no love left to give. So Christine wept for the loss of dreams, for the loss of hope, for the loss of love.